0: It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. San Francisco Giants tonight going up against Arizona. Diamondbacks have lost 10 consecutive games. Cueto's success against this Diamondbacks roster, and it's a pick So give me the Giants minus 109.
1: Slater, high drive to left. It is out of here! And this
0: game is tied. Slater just hit that 460 feet. Bossler drives one down the right field line.
1: It is out of here! And the Giants take the lead. How about that? The kid with a long at-bat, and he finally got a pitch to pull, and he yanks it out of the park.
0: On the BetQL Audio Network. Welcome in to BetQL Daily on Thursday, May 27th. It's Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, and Ross Tucker here. We'll check in with Michael Lebaugh from the Action Network on the Stanley Cup playoffs. We had two teams that were bounced last night, and we also have John Heyman, Odyssey Sports MLB insider, pro-better Joey Knish, to bring the heat in the final hour of the program. Eli Herskovitz, Jake Asad, Jake Alley, Dylan Burns all working on the show, and Horvat. I guess we have to start with the basketball, and uh, in the Eastern Conference, the Knicks winners last night, apparently they won the championship with a playoff victory.
2: Yeah, right? I mean, they won a playoff game, not a playoff series, but you know what, man? <laughs> a long time, and that was that, that was an exciting game, so I'm not going to rip into them too much. I Joe, as a Bulls fan, I forgot what that feeling's like, man, so I really can't rip them. I, I don't even remember what it's like to win a playoff game.
0: Well, you could remember a little bit. How cool is it as a Bulls fan? To see uh, Derrick Rose win the MVP a decade ago, gets built up in the city, then torn down by some morons, and what he's done working so hard, reunited with Tibbs, reunited with Taj, and what he's done with the Knicks. I mean, Randall was the most improved player, but uh, he's been pretty much a no-show for the first couple games. They win last night because of D. Rose. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, we all benefit. I
2: benefited from that with the PRA. Hell, man, we were ju- like when I uh, gave out the pick, I accidentally said Derrick Rose over 28 and a half points and you guys gave me some crap and he almost hit that. So we went over on the PRAs. That's that's the most depressing thing as a Bulls fan. And again, I've moved to Milwaukee a couple of years ago. So luckily I have the Bucks who've had the best record in the East two out of the last three years. But the most disappointing and the most depressing thing being a Bulls fan is you're watching Jimmy Butler, who's still playing at an all star level. You're watching that version of Derrick Rose last night. Tibbs is coaching that team. And then you look at
0: the Bulls roster and you're like,
2: you can still have
0: one of the best. That's eh, cor- not about the Bulls. Who cares about the Bulls right now? It doesn't matter. I was with you on D-Rose, though. That was, that was easy. And Ross, um, with that Knicks result, we'll get to your Sixers. At least there's going to be one series in the Eastern Conference, right? Because it just looks like chalk, chalk, chalk outside of this one.
1: Well, so two things, right? First of all, Joe, You guys have no idea how close I was to sending a tweet saying, I thought you guys all told me the Knicks were supposed to be good this year. Because the Knicks were getting smoked. Trey Young was lighting them up. I don't even know who that – who is that herder guy? (laughs) He's like doing floaters. I don't even know who these guys are. Trey Young's lighting them up. They're saying he's bald and he's just dropping threes on them. So – I was so close to being like, so much for the Knicks being back or the Knicks being good. Or I didn't do it, thankfully, because right when I was about to do that, they mm-hmm. started to turn it around. And it was bizarre to watch Derrick Rose with his hair so different from how it was in Chicago when it was so clean cut, get to the foul line, you know, get inside. He still gets inside the paint like few people do at the point guard position. But, yeah, it's funny. Taj Gibson's, like, throwing it to Rose. I'm like, what what am I watching right now? (laughs) And I'm not even a Bears, a a Bulls guy. And then, yes, it is interesting. Like, I knew that the Nets, Bucks, and Sixers were the three best teams. I guess it's just been kind of stunning to see just how much better they are than the other teams. And I think we could have a bigger discussion. I don't know if there's a way we can bet on it or profit from it. I think you can make an argument. Do you guys think it's crazy to say that the three best teams in the NBA might be in the Eastern Conference? Yeah. Is that is that lunacy? Y- yeah, but – I mean, look, so the, I think the question is probably where do the best like team – I think Brooklyn's probably the best team. Yeah. And then I don't think the teams in the West are necessarily better than the Bucs or Sixers. Are they if, like, are the Lakers or Utah like, are they better than the Sixers? And, and but I, I think those Lakers toss ups, not the Clippers.
0: Most of the season, we were saying the Clippers are in that top five conversation. Uh, so which Lakers team are we going to get so tonight? Are we going to get the team that played game two against Phoenix? If we get that team, then yeah, they're in the top three. What do you think, Corby? No, I completely agree, actually,
2: man, because the Lakers now, you know, at the end of the day, they're probably going to end up winning the finals because they have LeBron, they have Anthony Davis, and now they're fully healthy. But if you look at it, you look at the regular season, man, the big sample size of it. And yeah, I would agree. I think the three best teams right now, the three most complete teams are in the East because with the Nets, everybody was making excuses why it wasn't going to work. Three all-stars, only one ball. All those guys want to win, though. Like, what's the most important thing? for James Harden's legacy. Is it going to be that he won this many scoring titles? No, eventually, eventually he's got to win a championship ring or they're going to compare him to Charles Barkley. So, um, And then the other thing, they don't play enough defense. Well, in the final four minutes, five minutes of the games, they're getting just enough stops. And then Philly, everybody continues to sleep on Philadelphia. I know it's yep. Washington, but they yep. look good, man. And when Embiid's right... He looks good, and I know Ben Simmons can't shoot threes. He's never developed an outside shot. he need that. perimeter defenders in the league, man, and he could facilitate. He's hitting the boards. They look good right now.
0: I wish our guy Dylan Burns had a working mic because he was yeah. at the Knicks game. He tweeted out uh, some video. Horvath, did he FaceTime you? He texted me that he tried to FaceTime me, but I don't have the FaceTime on at my phone, and I was at baseball anyways. But uh, he brought you to the garden. Is that what happened? Yeah, so – um I
2: always, on, on our radio show in Milwaukee, I always, um, we, for some reason, the Green Bay Packers have a huge New York following, so we get a lot of phone calls from people that listen to the Odyssey app from New York, so mm-hmm. I always get a hard time about how Chicago basketball is so much better, and how Madison Square Garden is so <laughs> jokingly, of course. So last night was actually my uh, first trip to the Garden, as I got a FaceTime, which I was not expecting, and I said, I'm looking at my phone, is this Dylan? And, uh, yeah, man, he was there. I watched starting introductions with him. I saw the starting lineup. <laughs> he was excited. He was excited.
0: Man, man I kind of hate, uh, after what we had last night, I hate that the lead is what Knicks fans were doing to Trey Young and yeah. what Philly fans did to Russell Westbrook.
1: Like, and, uh, and what, a, Philly a Philly fan? A Philly yeah. fan. Not fans, uh, plural. Yeah. What well, a Philly we've fan. We've got decades did. and decades of evidence, Ross. Hey, <laughs> what was it last night? It was one fan one who's joke. a moron and everybody yes. knows they're a moron and he'll and, and he'll never get to go to a game again. Yeah. I hope it was worth it. I mean, just think about it. And by the way, what does pouring popcorn on someone even do? Nothing, it does nothing pouring popcorn <laughs> on a guy does nothing, yeah, other than aggravate him. And look, this is the society we're in now where people like to be trolls, people get a rise out of agitating people that are more well known than them. I've said it for a long time, I'm kidding, I think, but once every 10 years, yeah. I don't think it's the worst thing if there's a fan-player interaction in which the fan realizes, oh, my gosh, these are still human beings that can come into the stands and beat the crap out of me. You know, I'm not test. saying we need the uh, the Pacers <laughs> and uh, the Malice in the Palace, right. but if that happened once every 10 years, I think it would do a whole lot of good for a lot of people because people think that's like gladiators and like they're in this arena and I'm yeah. up here and I paid, I can do whatever I want. No, like if somebody threw a drink on me or anything on me, I don't, I'm, I'm going after that person. I don't care. I'm still a human being. I'm not, I'm not, I, you don't have the right to pour stuff on me. You yep. don't have the right to assault me. And if you assault me, And I'm able to assault you back and not get in trouble for it, then I, but I can't wait. I date, I'm 42 years old. I daydream about having the legal right to smash some dude's head into a wall at a bar or something. We've established
0: that um, a lot with Eli Hershkovich, that if you're ever in a room with him,
1: that it will not be. Pretty, Eli doesn't even pretty come on the show anymore.
0: No, he doesn't. He does Eli
1: doesn't. doesn't even. He does He for a while there, Eli would come on all the time. Not only does Eli not show his face anymore when I'm on, he doesn't even show his voice. No, he, when I'm on.
0: When you're not here, it's the same. Uh, college basketball is over. He doesn't care. It's uh, it's done. Sports are out. He's he's out on that. Uh, but <laughs> I loved what Russ had to say after the game, and he's right. This isn't wrestling. It's not part of the theatrics here. Like that, that's part of the deal when you're a wrestler. The fans are supposed to be involved. Now you don't want them throwing batteries or anything like that, anything too crazy. But uh, yeah, any other social setting, that's not acceptable. You know, in some, sometimes you should be arrested. Like it's, I, that's why I want that person's name out there. And unfortunately, that's the lead. But what it should be is Sixers are up 2 0. And that game was not a contest. Uh, similar to game one and all the starters are
1: able to rest in the fourth quarter. You know, yeah. what's so weird about it, by the way, and a couple things, first of all, I think I already knew this, but Bradley Beal is really good. I mean, Bradley Beal is the real deal. And I didn't even mean to do that. That just came That's out like shirt. that. That's a shirt. Bradley Beal is the, that guy. If, if the wizards didn't have him, they would have lost by 80. I mean, he's like the one guy. The Sixers have a really nice team. I mean, when Harris and Green are shooting, Simmons is bigger than anybody that tries to cover him. I mean, Simmons made Beal his little you-know-what at times last night. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then Embiid, the thing about Embiid is he, he looks like he's barely even trying so much of the time. Like, he doesn't move all that fast, but then he's on the break, and like, what is he, seven two, seven one, And like, he'll be on the break, and he'll do this little flip up, and it's like, he doesn't look that athletic or agile, but his body control is ridiculous. They have a really fun team to watch, uh, and I'm glad the Bucs and the Nets have to beat each other up before they eventually play the Sixers. It was key. That was a big deal getting the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. And,
0: Horvy, we nailed Westbrook Unders. It's a little dicey with the run that he had in the second half of the season. And I know he got injured, but those Unders were probably going to come in even if he was out there the rest of the game. And then they would have sat him probably last five minutes anyways. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, those numbers are just so inflated for playoff basketball. Uh, you know, actually, went 2-0, and Joe, on props last night. But with NBA playoffs, man, I think I'm done with the props for a little bit. Because even the ones that I hit last night were... Now, the Derrick Rose one wasn't really... Rose was spot. easy. Rose was, was easy. Westbrook was easy. Why do you say that? Go- Trey was Trey easy. Gobert was a little bit of a sweat. I think I hit it by one. Um, Jake says I said that last time, too. No, seriously, though. He says um, it all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, I, you're right, guys. I'll probably find two or three. Yeah, guys, but come on, man. It's bad enough sweating out like so. I hit the under. We got the under in that Philly Washington game, which I still can't believe that that game went under. And then having to sweat out these props, though, it's a little bit too much. When you got the side, you got the total and the props. It's got, it's got to be like one or the other, though. You got to have the side, the total. I had way too much going in all these games last night. After telling you I only had three best bets, ended up jumping on the Knicks money line last minute. Jumped on them in the second half. And uh, had to sweat all that out.
1: What 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 would you guys say that perc- if I asked you percentage of bets on the Wizards last night when the game when the game tipped off? What do you think it was? I think they were getting most of the most of the money and the bets, weren't they, Joe? Don't
2: weren't the Wizards a popular pick last night? Uh, were they? I I I don't 59% understand why.
1: Percent of the, they were getting eight points. They yeah. got fifty nine percent of the bets but only 46% of the handle.
0: Okay.
1: So the bigger bets are on the – What do you think about Nets, uh, Hawks-Knicks? Hawks-Knicks? I think the majority
0: was on the Knicks, right? It was like 80%, right?
1: 80% of the bets were on the Knicks, 83% of the handle laying two points. And then Jazz-Grizzlies. Grizzlies Grizzlies were getting 10. I'd
0: say the money was on the Jazz because the number kept climbing.
1: Jazz, uh, the Grizzlies got 61% of the handle and 68% of the bets. Wow. And it was close to 10. Yeah. Closed at 10. The wow. number one prop bet, bet last night. What do you think it was? Westbrook overs. Westbrook over rebounds. Trae Westbrook young. to record a triple double. Mm. Not even close. Then the second was Ben Simmons to record a triple double. Then the yep. third was Julius Randle to record a triple-double.
0: I bet Simmons double-double. Should have had it. If it was a closer game, that would have been easy. That plus 20. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath, and Ross Tucker here on BetQL Daily. Coming up next, we're going to break down tonight's NBA card. Three more games to have fun with. Uh, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.